Welcome to Your Bookkeeping Matters. I'm Lisa Turner, bringing you short and snackable weekly episodes on bookkeeping and business matters in an easy to understand way so you can be in control and confident that you know your bookkeeping matters. Let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome back. After a super short break on the show, we're now into season three, maybe. Maybe I won't use seasons as such anymore, who knows. But what I do have mapped out for the episodes ahead are all based on you, what you have asked for. Because, well, it's the reason why I do this show, to help you take the reins empower yourself and make good financial business decisions. I emailed everyone on my numbers list, my inner circle who I write to every fortnight. If you're not on the list, head to my website. I'll link you up in the show notes, of course. Anyway, I emailed my numbers list and I asked one question. What do you want to hear about and gave three options? One, e-commerce. Two, GST and BAS, or three, payroll, as these are three pretty popular topics. There was a very clear winner, so to speak, e-commerce with a whopping 55%, followed by GST and then payroll, but all with a large number of votes. So of course, I'm going to do episodes on all of them for you. First up, we're talking e-commerce. This is a specialist area of mine and the team at Accounted For You. And with it coming up to end a financial year here in Australia at the time this episode is releasing, it's a pretty common time of year when you, as a business owner, might decide it's time to get a bookkeeper on board ready for the new year ahead. Or if you're not particularly gelling with your current bookkeeper, it's when you could be looking at finding a new one. E-commerce, back when I did my commerce degree, it was not a very popular topic, but I chose it as an elective anyway and thought, gee, I hope I get to make use of this e-commerce topic one day. Insert a huge amount of laughter here because while, yes, I am absolutely taking care of accounting for e commerce businesses each and every day, it is nothing to do with what I learned at uni because it changes so much at an extremely fast pace, even more so over the last couple of years and the introduction of so many different platforms, integrations, payment providers all the things. It's something you absolutely must keep up with and have a strong understanding of all things accounting, not only basic bookkeeping. So you don't make an absolute mess of someone's financials and put them in a hole they could struggle to get out of. So I want to share with you today three big red flags telling you the bookkeeper you're looking to work with or currently work with, might not be providing you with squeaky clean e-commerce business financials. The first red flag is if you integrate your sales platform, think Shopify, Unleashed, Vend, all of those, with your accounting software like Xero, and by integrate, I mean connect them, so sales data flows over to your Xero for you, 
there should be some clearing account set up in your accounting system. And if there's not, that's the red flag. Clearing accounts are like holding buckets. Shopify drops the sales data in there. Then when the money hits your bank account, it comes out of the bucket. So in and out all of the time and what's left in the bucket or the clearing account is money for your sales that you haven't yet received from Stripe, Afterpay, wherever, because they all take a few days to settle and actually reach your bank account as you would be well aware of. Now, why should you use these clearing accounts and why is it a red flag if they're not? Well, because it provides a more accurate picture of where things are up to. You know what funds haven't reached your account yet because they're still in the clearing bucket. And you might be wondering, well, wouldn't it be easier to not use clearing accounts and simply send the sales straight to my bank account where it ends up anyway? No, and this is why. Like I mentioned, your bank balance will show the wrong amount because the funds don't hit your bank account at the time of the sale. And 90% of the time, what is entered as the sale isn't what hits your bank account anyway. So you waste loads of precious admin time doing find and match to deposits to potentially hundreds of sales or receipts a day. And then the fees that are deducted from the money you receive, you have to enter those each and every day. No, thank you. Track the fees separately, either through the integration automatically if possible, or via a monthly total. Technically, if you're not using clearing accounts, you can end up somewhat correct. You would need to do an adjustment out to a clearing account at year end anyway for those funds not yet reached you. And remember to take up all the fees that I find almost always missing in client files where no clearing accounts have been used. It is much better to streamline your processes and make the integration work for you. You've integrated your systems to save time, not add to it, which skipping the clearing accounts definitely creates more work, more buttons to click, more things to remember to do manually, and you don't want to do that. If your current bookkeeper isn't using clearing accounts, which you'll be able to spot on your balance sheet report, ask the simple question, why? If they're not sure or can't give you a solid answer, my spidey senses would be flaring up. To back up this little red flag with a side note, integrating also isn't always the best option, which means no clearing accounts generally needed if you're not integrated. Now, this depends on your business, your transactions, the sales platform you use, and so much more. We have several clients with no need at all to integrate their sales and accounting software because it adds no value to their finances, insights, processes, and we're all about adding value. We don't do things for the sake of it without evaluating the why. That's a big topic for another day. But if you're not integrated, you won't need these clearing accounts that I'm talking about generally. 
My next red flag, and this one always gets a big side eye from me, if you have PayPal and or Stripe, 95% of the time, these should be connected to your accounting software as bank accounts because they are bank accounts. They're just bank accounts held with a non-traditional banking provider. They take money from your clients, hold it in an account for you, and move it over to your traditional bank account daily or whenever you request it. Connecting these as bank accounts brings in the transactions line by line instead of one bulk deposit or withdrawal from your bank account where you would see the deposit from Stripe or the deposit from PayPal. The bulk amount put in and out of your bank account needs to be broken down. You can't just enter it to one thing. There's fees, sales, expenses, whatever it was. So having it come through line by line makes the process so much simpler and things are less likely to be missed, like fees, as these are coming through as those separate transactions. Almost every single client who comes on board with us from a previous bookkeeper, the fees from these payment providers are missing. You could be thinking it doesn't matter because it doesn't always have an impact on the bottom line, your profit, but it does mean your revenue, your sales are not reported correctly and more often than not, it also has an impact on your GST claimed because not all the fees have GST. If you have a bookkeeper taking care of your numbers already, even if you aren't in e-commerce and you use PayPal or Stripe in your business, dive in and take a look and see if they're set up as bank accounts in your accounting software. If not, again, ask why not. Sometimes you might still need to find and match items, but overall it makes the process a whole lot easier and the fees aren't missed. Now, this one really grinds my gears because it impacts your cash flow. And that is not asking for your invoices when you pay for something. And in this particular instance, freight. A lot of our e-com clients import products to either resell or as raw materials to make something and then resell it. So as the goods come into Australia, freight forwarders get the goods, charge you stamp duty, fees and where applicable, GST, our goods and services tax here. While the overseas supplier hasn't charged you GST, the ATO don't miss out. They catch you when it lands and that freight forwarder bills you for the GST. And countless times I've seen these payments to the freight forwarders entered by simply putting it to freight and claiming only 10% GST on the total purchase, which is nearly always wrong. Now, this gets a little bit sticky because it's not 10% of the invoice in most cases. And you will need the invoice to verify that, which is why it's a red flag if they're not asking you for the copy of the invoices. Because if there's GST, it's generally way more than that 10%, which is why we, your trusty bookkeepers, need to ask you for the invoice to get the breakdown and claim all the GST. 
Let me give you a very simple example. A freight forwarder invoice of, say, $3,300. If it gets entered as freight and 10% claimed, you would claim $300. But it's likely there's actually $2,000 of GST to claim inside that $3,300. So if you enter it wrong, you've stitched up your client $1,700 in unclaimed GST on one invoice alone. Imagine if they import several times a year. That adds up very fast. So if your bookkeeper isn't asking you for invoices and you import goods, find yourself a new bookkeeper, my friend. I might be sounding a bit harsh here. Shouldn't we give the bookkeeper a chance and ask them to fix it? Don't people learn from their mistakes? Absolutely. Mistakes happen and we learn from them. We make mistakes here ourselves and accounted for you. We're human and always training and upskilling, but we have checks and balances in place to review, find and correct them because we know about these things. We're not guessing and leaving the mistakes in there. If there is something new or outside our scope, we research it or we ask our tax agent what they want done with it. I guess what I'm saying is finance isn't the area to wing it. If you're not 100% sure how something should be treated, you ask and you learn before you do it. We have bookkeeper networks where people ask questions daily. I haven't seen this before. What happens here? Which is exactly the perfect place to learn and grow your skills as a bookkeeper. And I love teaching and supporting other bookkeepers. Now, There are industries I don't take on clients in for the same reason. I don't know the detailed ins and outs, so they would be better looked after by someone else who can nurture their numbers beautifully. If any of these red flags have popped up for you with your current bookkeeper and they haven't been able to give you some real clarity or confidence that it's being taken care of, it might be time, sadly, to look around for a new bookkeeper. Now, when you're talking to prospective bookkeepers, be it a new one for the first time, these are some great questions to ask so you know they know what they're doing. What were those three big red flags to keep your eye out for? One, not using clearing accounts if you integrate your sales and accounting platform. You want streamlined value-adding processes with accurate snapshots of where things are up to. Two, not having your PayPal and or Stripe connected in your accounting software as bank accounts. Connecting them will speed up processing time and make sure you're capturing those fees automatically. Three, not asking you for copies of your invoices, particularly those duty slash import ones where you could potentially be missing out on claiming big chunks of GST. Can you tell that we love e-commerce here at Accounted For You? We honestly enjoy it so much. So if you are looking for new bookkeepers, connect with us by popping on the numbers list I mentioned at the start of the show. Now, while we're talking e-commerce and products, we are coming up to end of financial year here in Australia. It is the perfect time to review your pricing if you haven't recently. 
a tool our e-commerce and creative clients love is my free pricing calculator, which you can grab a copy of from our resources page or straight from accountedforyou.com.au forward slash pricing calc. Plug in your costs and it will give you some different price options to work out the best ones for you. Thanks for popping me in your ears today. Coming up coincidentally is an episode all about reviewing your pricing and GST. If you haven't already hit subscribe or follow, pop over and do that now and I will catch you next week.